Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1 Hamas terrorists in Gaza continue to surrender in large numbers to the IDF, though heavy fighting is still taking place throughout the enclave. Tensions in the north rose again on Monday, December 11th, with reports of another international coalition being introduced to maintain peace on the Israel-Lebanon border alongside the UN forces. Israeli forces announced on Tuesday, December 12th, that they have successfully dismantled a Hamas rocket launch post and a weapons factory in northern Gaza. The IDF stated that the targeted post was utilized for launching rockets at the at southern Israeli city of Sterot during the October 7th attack by the terrorist group. The IDF reported the discovery of approximately 250 rockets, shells, rocket-propelled grenades, RPGs, and other weapons and military equipment in the weapons factory. CNN was informed on Monday, December 11th by the chief of the Hamas-run health ministry in Gaza that Israel's military has a significant presence in the Jabalia refugee camp in the northern Gaza, where intense fighting and numerous casualties have been reported. Strikes on Monday targeted Gaza's primary southern city of Khan Yunus and Rafah, the city on the border with Egypt, where tens of thousands of people are seeking shelter. Defense Minister Yoav Gallant asserted that the Israeli troops are encircling Hamas's final two strongholds in northern Gaza, claiming that Hamas battalions in Jabalia and Shajaya are, quote, on the verge of dismantling. Surrendering terrorists reportedly admitted shortages of weapons and food. President Joe Biden issued a warning on Monday, December 11th, about the potential for a shift in global public opinion towards Israel's actions in Gaza, emphasizing the need for caution. Without providing further details, he stated, quote, We have to be careful. They have to be careful. The whole world's public opinion can shift overnight, and we can't let that happen. According to newly released data from the IDF, out of the 105 soldiers Rahman al-Islam killed in the Gaza Strip during the ground offensive, at least 20 lost their lives due to friendly fire and other accidents. 13 soldiers were killed by friendly fire due to mistaken identification, including incidents involving airstrikes, tank fire, and gunfire. One soldier was unintentionally killed by gunfire and two others died due to accidental misfires. Two soldiers were killed in incidents involving armored vehicles running over troops, and two more were killed by shrapnel from explosives intentionally set off by Israeli forces. A total of 434 Israeli soldiers have died since the war began on October 7th, when hordes of terrorists burst across the border murdering 1,200 innocent Israeli men, women and children, wounding over 5,000 others and taking 240 hostages back to Gaza. The IDF announced on Tuesday, December 12th, that over 1,645 soldiers have been injured since October 7th. And for the second time in the past week, Hezbollah operatives in northern Israel launched a number of rockets yesterday from Lebanon near a UN compound and a school. By continuing to fire from areas near UN compounds, Hezbollah is systematically violating UNSC Resolution 1701, as well as endangering the lives of UNIFIL, United Nations Interim Forces in Lebanon soldiers. Number 2 the representative of Turkey's Sadat party suffered a heart attack and fell to the ground while giving a speech today. 
Hasan Bitme is a member of the, ground, the Grand National Assembly of Turkey and a representative of Turkey's Sadat party from the Kochali province, suffered a heart attack and fell to the ground while speaking in the open session. Bitmez was at the podium spewing hatred for and cursing out Israel, stating that, quote, Israel will be smitten with the anger of Allah. But as he finished saying those words, he suddenly collapsed to the ground. The 53-year-old parliamentarian who suffers from diabetes fell backwards as he was wrapping up the speech during the General Assembly of Parliament in a moment captured by the cameras of Parliament's live broadcast session. Lawmakers rushed to his aid while those with medical backgrounds applied first aid to Bitmez. He was later taken to the hospital and authorities say he's in critical condition. Health Minister Faretin Kocha said in a social media post that Bitmez was taken to the intensive care unit of Bilkin City Hospital in Turkey. Number 3 Funding for the high-speed train through California's Central Valley was announced last Friday, December 8th by President Joe Biden. The project and another train in California were among 10 major passenger rail projects receiving a collective $8.2 billion. According to the White House, $3.7 billion will go toward work on the line between Bakersfield and Merced, as well as for building the Fresno station. The 171-mile rail corridor will support high-speed travel with speeds up to 220 miles per hour. The project will improve connectivity and increase travel options along with providing more frequent passenger rail service from the Central Valley to urban centers in Northern and Southern California. New all-electric train sets will will produce zero emissions and be powered by 100% renewable energy. By separating passengers and freight lines, this project will benefit freight rail operations throughout California as well. California Governor Gavin Newsom boasted that the project has already created over 11,000 good-paying union construction jobs, and he has committed to using only union labor for operations and maintenance. However, what is not being mentioned was how much of a boondoggle project has actually been built since voters in the state approved it in 2008. Californians have dubbed it the, quote, train to nowhere after the train, which isn't even high speed, is at least 13 years behind schedule and will now cost four times the original price tag promised to voters. Representative Doug LaMalfa, representative from California, told Fox News Digital, quote, far too much taxpayer dollars have been wasted on this boondoggle project. It's in everyone's best interest to cut the losses and rescind every cent dedicated to this foolish project. The state has $68 billion in debt, hasn't laid a single inch of track, and is over $120 billion short. President Biden and Governor Newsom sure know how to waste your money. Now the Biden administration is giving California's train to nowhere another $3 billion in taxpayer funds, which critics are blasting as a complete waste of money. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio, and have a great day.